0: Welcome back. Um, we got a another curveball being thrown at you this week. Cody's living a busy lifestyle, so we have a guest co-host stepping in for him. So it's just me, Brayden, and Kyle's back. I'm back. And uh, <laughs> Kyle and Cody can't be together because Kyle's, or Cody's still mad at Kyle for... Skipping the shoot, so. <clears throat> Sorry, but, <laughs> Cody. Thanks for letting me fill in your shoes. So, yeah, big big shoes to fill. You have to have a lot of energy, be loud, and we'll get through this. I'll have to crack a few beers too. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason that we had to have one is because I've been having a pretty good year. Pretty good month. Pretty good month. I am thinking we're going to have a really good month here within the next week. Yeah, hopefully. So currently it's October 22nd. Sometimes we do these date stamps so we remember where we're at. That's when it's recorded here anyways. Um, But I was successful in Minnesota on October 7th. And um, it was a pretty wild ride, so I was going to tell that story here tonight. And uh, we're going to go from there. Sound good to you? I'm just here for, so I don't get fined. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you get fined from? That's a football reference. Oh. Um, you can tell I'm a big football guy. <clears throat> Huge. <clears throat> Alright, let's see where we started. Well, actually I should start by, the, the reason, well, for one I'm at, uh, we're at Kyle's house, so if you hear Max running around, that's. that's uh my bad but um this year i started keeping a deer journal so i um, knew exactly when i sat where i sat and what i seen and it's been kind of neat because even going back looking at the story i realized like there was a lot of missing pieces that i totally forgot about and um, so what do you keep in your deer journal um date Time I sat, which hours. Weather. Cloudy, temperature, wind direction, and speed. Animals encountered. And that's about it. Do you think it's helped you this year? Help me kill a deer? No. <laughs> it's going to help tell the story, hopefully. But I, I'm interested, <clears throat> well, just to back up, like when we were in... Um Kyle and I were in Wisconsin at the beginning of October and there was this um he found uh his cousin's deer journal and it was kinda interesting to read. And um there was somebody else that had posted on Wisconsin route Report and they matched really closely, so it was it was interesting just seeing And that was like fifteen years ago. Yeah. The true. journal. Yeah. Um I don't know, I think it'd be I mean, I just keep it on my iPhone. No, nope, I keep notes app. I started keeping one this year too, and I think it's just in the future to compile data and see what's happening and I mean obviously it's not going to help <clears> you, <throat> you currently, but I'm hoping that it'll help you kind of see what deer movement's happening in the future for me. yeah, I really liked um Kyle's cousin was keeping it where he was like uh showing what kind of deer sign he was seeing too. I haven't really been doing that. Um, but he had like notes of like when, when scrapes were popping up and rubs and, and what kind of activity he was seeing and stuff. And I don't know, I, I think that's kind of neat to look in the future, especially cause he's, there was so much correlation where, I mean, he kind of sticks with that every year where October 15th, that's when scrapes start popping up in that piece of woods that they hunt. Um, and it seemed like noticing on different Facebook pages this year that that's in that area too was when yeah it still is happening yeah strange i feel like i don't know it's just a strange area I've, that could I've, be a topic just... for a different story for a different <laughs> podcast yeah well we'll see what we get into here after this thing um so we're uh we're back to telling my dear story um so i'd hunted this area last year i had found it and um never really seen a good buck but i'd seen some deer i seen some bucks but they weren't great um, and i don't know how many times i think i maybe hunted it three times and it was just kind of on the fringe <clears throat> well in december uh max and i ended up pheasant hunting it and it was more of it, i had tagged out at that time so it didn't really matter but it was mid-december and um i'm like well we'll just run down there we'll run out run through everything, blow it up, and uh, see what we can find, Um, and we got back to an area where we kicked up, I don't know, probably 30, 40 pheasants, and there were some deer still in there, and finding deer in December on public land, I was like, well, that's a pretty good sign. Um, After that, I didn't really go back, I went back in March again and shed hunted it. And kind of went from a different area, a parking lot, and uh, just kind of wanted to see some other stuff, really. Uh, didn't see any, didn't pick up any sheds. Seen a little bit of deer sign. Like, there looked like there was really good trails in there, but, um, and there, I mean, there was good trails at, at that time. But coming back this summer, it, uh <laughs> It was it was it was wild, right? Was there a lot of buck sign in December when you went in there? There was some. So, <clears throat> where I ended up killing this deer at, there was buck sign there. There were some rubs that I noticed, so I I knew that. Um, what I ended up calling this place was Thrill Patch Island, where it was just a clump of trees, in a swamp, and. Um, without giving too much away but there was <clears throat> there was a there was some buck sign in there at that time and I really like I knew there were good deer in the area and I wasn't seeing them from where I was at so and I had seen um one of the nights uh, last year when I'd pushed in kind of the furthest I had I could overlook a swamp and I could see I think I seen two or three different bucks that night and they were all kind of way out they were like 500 yards away I ended up having two of them come in pretty close, but I kind of, it made me start thinking like, okay, maybe these deer are way back in there and that's the only way I'm going to get out, be able to shoot them in daylight. Um, so once I seen the buck sign there, I kind of started putting some puzzle pieces together. <clears throat> but yeah, when I, when I shed hunted it, we kind of went from a different area and there wasn't much for buck sign. So, um. But I think it also helped because it was not wasting my time in a different area. For sure. So, um, then I ended up going back in the summer, and I, th- I think I had bought um, the canoe at that time, and so I went in with the canoe, and there was, it had been destroyed. Just, it, like, it had been destroyed from the winds and storms where... Um, half these trees were either tipped over, they were snapped in half, um, and it was it was a mess. So I didn't even know. I don't know if it was worth my time or what, but um, <clears throat> that was about it. I think I was in there once this summer, and and it looked okay, but um, it was it was a tangled mess, which I thought, well, you never know. They could be bedding in there too. You put a lot more, a lot more sunlight in there, and a lot more treetops on the ground. So,
1: yeah, um,
0: they, bucks like that thick stuff usually. So that's usually a good sign. Um, so September eighteenth, uh, I honestly this is where the deer journal came in because I already forgot that I had hunted in the area. Um, September eighteenth, so the morning after deer opener or archery opener, I was about five hundred yards away from the island. And, um, the hunt was pretty poor because there was deer blowing right away. Um, it was kind of some weird winds and I ended up not hunting that long. I was, I was over it pretty quick and I really couldn't see more than like 20 yards. So it didn't really did you help me. take the canoe back there that day? No, I could, I could walk, I walked in from the other way. And, and that, that day is I actually, when I walked out, I made a big loop. I did like a three mile loop and I just wanted to see where there was buck sign and what, what was going on. And, um, I did find a few rubs, but they were just on like willows. So it's really hard to tell what kind of deer you're looking at when it's just a, a little, a little guy. willow that's shredded. Um, so I knew there was deer there and I'd seen deer and I'd scouted that area. I actually did go and scouting that area at the end of August and, uh, was able to walk right up on deer, but, they were, it was like a four-pointer and a, like a pile of <clears> those, <throat> So um, that evening, September 18th that evening, uh, Kayla and I actually went back in, and obviously I blew up a lot of the area walking through it that morning, but we came in <clears throat> with the canoe that time, and we were we were another probably 500 yards from where I sat that morning. We were a little bit closer to the island, but we weren't on it. And this was the one I I think I talked a little bit about on another episode, but um, this is the one that was just nasty. Like um, the trails looked really good in the winter, but it was all cockleburrs and devil's beggar ticks is I think what they're called. And they're just everything that would stick to you. I mean, these plants were five to six feet tall and as far as I could see, and (laughs) I don't know, I don't know if it was just me me being stubborn or what, but we, uh, you know, we hiked all around that thing, ended up seeing a cell cam in there, so I knew some other guys were in there, Um, and we didn't see a single deer that night. Obviously, we, we were like, hiked back and forth, and that's the night I fell and messed up my knee a little bit, too, so... I think I, gave, I I really didn't uh, go back there after that. I kind of got a bad taste in my mouth. <clears throat> well, we had the doe hunt the next weekend, and then um, we were in Wisconsin the weekend after that. So um, you fast forward three weeks, and now it's October 5th. <clears throat> so it's two days before. Um, I don't know who even says it, but you've said it before or you've said it because someone else said it, but it's like two days before and two days after a front. Oh, yeah, it was that um, Southern Outdoors podcast or Southern Outdoorsman podcast. They did this whole big study that... Oh, yeah. They, over 50,000 trail cam pictures to figure out deer movement and they correlated weather patterns and stuff with it and they found that, this was in Alabama and Tennessee, I think, but they found that two days before... And two days after a cold front. So, if it's going to be 30 on Wednesday and it's going to drop to like 10 degrees, you'd want to be hunting on a Monday. And then if it's going to warm back up on a Friday, you'd want to hunt on a Sunday. Is that they saw more deer movement based on that. So, just a little background mm. on that. I thought it was like all five days. Like those are your five yeah. days of peak movement. <clears throat> Did you ever listen to all those? hmm Oh, I definitely did not. I listened to a couple of Yeah, they go in the cold fronts, which is, or fronts like that. They go into the moon phases. They go into, like, humidity, and then um, wind were the four, I believe. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. And it was all on public, public lands. Land. <clears throat> but they're in, the, like, the Appalachian Mountains and stuff, so it's a little bit different than here. But I know a lot of the same stuff, if you ever listen to the Drury Outdoors... And they they have this, like, nine-step pattern or nine-step equation to predict deer movement. And I've listened to it on, I think they talk about it on the Hunter podcast, the Wired to Hunt podcast, and a couple other ones. It's a lot of the similar stuff that the Drury Outdoors people say is similar to what these people said. So, obviously, Drury Outdoors is still a little bit different than Minnesota, but more ag in that area than in Alabama and the Appalachian Mountains. So. Yeah, it's a lot closer. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, like I said, fast forward three weeks. We're on October 5th, and that's uh, that's the first day I went back into the island. <clears throat> this was uh, the day before a cold front. I left work early and uh, packed up the canoe. Um uh, it a Friday? No, it was a... Uh, Wednesday it was a Wednesday um, I had an idea of where I wanted to sit because of where I had <clears throat> scouted that winter and the summer and um, I wanted to be on the edge of the woods where I could kind of see out a little ways <clears throat> well I get to <laughs> all the trees i I realize you know I realized some in the summer that a lot of the trees had been damaged well I get there now and I there's no trees that I can hang in. I mean they are all trash or they're tucked too far into the cover where I'm not gonna be able to shoot anything. Um so I find a tree and it's kinda like a Y tree where I didn't even end up using my sticks. I was able to like climb up on this I was able to climb up in the crotch of this tree and then set my saddle up and what so I was like six feet off the ground. Um Cody would have been happy yeah yeah um that night was pretty slow uh i seen one eight point right before dark and it ended up coming from behind me from the woods and i i would if if i was a betting guy i would have said there's another one coming because i i thought i i just had that feeling that there was one right behind him um this deer ended up coming right underneath the tree where i could have like jumped on his back and i just sat out six feet off the ground so this thing was close and he didn't didn't smell you or busty at all just walked right underneath and kept going that's got to be a pretty big confidence booster yeah something you're doing right helped a little bit um did he come from like with the wind or against the wind or were you expe- was the wind blowing in your face? So that night, going? I remember the wind, he would have been coming into the wind, but the wind had died down where it was pulling back to the water. Okay. Like the thermos were taking effect yeah. at that point where it was it was pretty much dead calm and, and uh, I didn't really have to worry about it. But the thing is, he came out, like when I seen him, he was probably 15 yards and if he would have been a big deer, it would have been 15 yards frontal or it would have been Shooting straight down at a spine, and uh, two very ethical shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not ideal. Um, but all the tree, all the trails funneled right to this tree. Um, so I was worried that I'd have to shoot frontal. I, I, I I'd done it one other time in South Dakota, and it, it worked really well. But I also know it's not not the ideal thing to do were you do you remember when you were in south dakota were you higher up on the tree because i know sometimes I mean, if you get a better shot angle the frontal shot can be a little bit more effective right well I, some people say shoot frontal if you're on the ground because oh. you're you can drive it right up through them and they're not you know if, you, if you're at too steep of an angle you'll yeah. you'll miss everything um in south dakota i was two i was probably three sticks high but it was on the edge of this ravine. I was in the ravine and the deer was up on a platform, so I was probably 10 feet above him at max. Um, so, and there was, I don't know if I seen too much buck sign. Like there was obviously had to be, I, I had seen some buck sign on um, that Wednesday, but there wasn't too crazy much that I could see, and like I tried to avoid walking through the woods. I just walked, outskirted it, and and just hopped in a tree. Um, the next night I took I got off early too, and I went to a different spot. Uh, I seen a lot of deer, but there was uh there wasn't a good one. There was one uh, eight pointer that was with a bunch of mature does, but that was about it. There were some good uh, <clears throat> good sign in there too that. Um, I really thought about going back in on on, uh, Friday, but the wind was kind of crappy for that spot. I needed like a Northwest and I think it was more West. Um, So Friday, I, same thing, got off early work. I I left work early again um, and I was excited. I, it must. It was pretty warm that day. Well, it wasn't that the cold front had hit, so it was like 50, 45, 50. Where it was like seventy.
1: It was seventy 80s, on Wednesday, evening, I think.
0: Early days. Yeah, and then it was even hotter the week, that earlier in that week. Um, so I. It was kind of windy. I mean, there was a front, so there was some wind, and um, I get to the parking lot and there's people all over the place. And I'm like, okay. For are on its Friday. It's I don't know what time it is. It's it's pretty dang early. And um why are all these people here? What the heck are they even doing? Well, there is a water source there obviously because I'm in a canoe. So, some of them are fishing. Um but there is there's one rig that looks like it's a hunting rig. It's like it has canoes in it or kayaks in it and I'm like, "Oh god." We're screwed here and then there was another truck there that had like the plastic antlers off of a decoy off like a deer decoy or it was or maybe they were just rat like fake rattling antlers i don't know but they were sitting in the back of the truck i just noticed them when i drove by it and i'm like well, okay that's weird so then i'm getting pissed off because i'm like now i don't know where these people are are they in there already am i gonna run into them am i wasting all my time cause it's not really that short of a row. Um, so I started, uh, I started rowing, I'm getting pushed all around. Um, I ended up getting to the spot. I didn't see any other boats, didn't see any other canoes. And and part of me thought, well, maybe they're just hunting where the camera was and that would have been fine cause they would have probably just bumped deer towards me. Um, so I get to the spot and as soon as I pull up, I jump two deer and I'm pissed because they're bedded right against the water. And now I'm wondering what I'm even doing there because there's people all over and they're going to see where I'm at and I'm bumping deer and I'm just, I don't know, i was just crabby. Um, so I get to the woods and I'm like, okay, I want to set up in the woods this time. Let's find an opening. And maybe we'll like because that's where the deer came from. So I was like, well, maybe I've just missing something here. I get into this woods and there's buck sign everywhere. That's it's shredded. I mean, there are rubs all over the place. There's vertical rubs. There's horizontal rubs because these trees are blown over and he's rubbing them sideways. Um, it was. I mean, it looked fantastic. So all fresh too. Yeah. So I, I started getting excited then, and um, kind of a shift of the tide in your night (laughs) yeah for like two seconds so (laughs) i'm tromping through the woods and i get to a spot where i think would be a great spot to set up and all these trees are leaning over which in the saddle you can sit some pretty crazy trees but if it's like all just if it's completely diagonal it's there's even if it's leaning all these are a hard lean or they're there was one tree that I ended up kind of liking where I could shoot 15 yards one way and 15 yards the other way, which was kind of to the edge. But there was, it would have been fast and furious and it would have been, I'm just like, if if I sit here, there's a pretty good chance that the deer are going to see me and I'm going to be pegged before I can even shoot because everything's pretty thick. <clears throat> and so then I'm like, screw it. So I end up walking all the way through, um, this little chunk of woods and I'm like, okay, well there's nothing in here because, and if there was, he's gone or they're gone now, obviously I scared two, they might've scared more. And you know, if there was a buck bedded on the edge of it, that's heard me coming and just stood up and walked off. I don't know. I was pissed off at that point. Um, I ended up getting back in the same tree that I was in on Wednesday uh, the, uh, interesting part. So I get set up and now it's like 3.30, 3.45. And I'm usually in the tree an hour before that. And, uh, I finally get everything set up, drop my quiver. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I don't know. Is is this, is this a sign that I shouldn't be here anymore or what's going on? Um, so now the wind, so there was a little bit of wind. It was like 10 miles an hour, but, um so it was kind of enough to cover some of my commotion but it started dying down. Um so it's 449 and the only reason I remember this is because I was texting. So it's 449. I look up and I can see the back half of a deer. Um and then he raises his head, and it's a buck. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm killing this I'm pretty dude. sure I got a text at that point. <laughs> I see him. Yeah. So he was 76 yards away. I text you. I see him, and I text Kayla something. I heard something about a buck being right by, and she's like, what in the heck? I think both of you are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like quit texting. I don't know. I don't thing. understand why I felt the need to send a text at that point, but I think my phone is in my hand because I looked up for my phone and he was there. Um, I think the conversation was going as, "Oh, I'm just pissed off." Oh, this I, I definitely out. remember. I just wrote like the paragraph of why how pissed off I was about today. And um, and then I get this. I get I get a text. I see him. <laughs> or he's coming or something like that yeah i'm like well shoot the thing let's go <laughs> so um so this deer turns and he's he's facing straight at me he starts walking straight towards me so there's kind of this patch of willows in between me and him and he just came out of like some cattails i don't know if he was I, i'm pretty sure he just stood out of his bed right there and i got kind of lucky um anyways he stops about 60 and he's looking right at me and i'm like oh god this is not how the story can end this this is going to be terrible because i am kind of out in the open because there's not a whole lot of trees there where i could sit um but he puts his head down and he keeps walking so he gets to these willows and and on the path he's on he's going to come out at 20 yards and as soon as he starts going through the willows i draw back and he gets through them turns immediately right to me he's coming right to me just where like all these trails I said they all come under the tree that's where he's headed right under this tree so um he's walking and I'm just following his front shoulder and I I I know I told you that day I was like I'm I might have to shoot one frontal and um so I'm uh, he's he's quartering to me at this point and I'm like, I have it on his front shoulder, and I'm like, I just, it's stupid, just wait. And he gets to pretty much the edge of where my branches are hanging at, and he turns sideways and he looks like he's going to make a scrape or something, and he's at about 15 feet. So I just, I'm in the saddle, I lean out over the edge, and put it right on, I put it up on his shoulder and touch it off. And it somehow I missed all the branches in front of me. It was a miracle. Looks really good. It went high shoulder blade and looked like it was exiting out the armpit. All I could see, I could so see the back. left high like, shoulder? Left high shoulder. And right armpit? Yep. So I could see about six inches of my arrow sticking out. And um, okay. and it's early. <laughs> so this now it's like five minutes I went by. It was like... Four, it was like four. It was four fifty-five. It was yeah. four fifty-five. I remember that. So six minutes went by, and um, so then I'm like, oh, I got, I got two hours before the sun sets, and um, I'm like, well, I don't know. I could hear. I heard him run off, and I didn't really hear him crash because he could have easily like it's grass. You know, once he gets out of the woods, it's grass. You can not hear anything. Um. Well, he ended up breaking off my arrow. he you know it was in his shoulder blade, so he broke it off when, it, when he moved his shoulder back, and he looked like he was hurting pretty good um, so the back the back six inches of my arrow were sitting on the ground there and did you um, go through did you blow through that front side shoulder, or did you go flesh and then it got just straight flesh and got stuck in the back side shoulder? so I went through the shoulder blade on the on the left side and it didn't have any issue on the right side. Um, I ended up just sitting there for a while. I didn't. I didn't recover. I didn't have, end up recovering the other half of my arrow. But uh, since I had so much time, I'm like, well, there's no reason to rush this thing. Um, I, I was gonna give them an hour, so I started calling everybody. And you know, I I was I'm really bad at this too because I feel like times in the past I've celebrated too early and then I'm like, well, sorry, I just called you because I didn't, I didn't actually find the deer. Um. Oh, and kudos to you for realizing I shouldn't take the shot right away and waiting for him to come to a more clean shot. <laughs> well, because like me, I probably would just pull the trigger right away if I yeah. think he's there. Well, I think that's part of it. I've lost, I've lost a few deer and a lot of the. Um, a lot of the stuff i don't know i just it's all a learning experience shooting deer and and uh i ended up i a lot of the videos say just wait just wait you know if, if you're questioning the shot just give it a little more time and just see what happens i mean i knew he was going to be damn close which also can be pretty scary um so i ended up climbing down and i was just sitting on the ground and there was some decent blood on the ground um I only, like I said, I only found the back half of my arrow, so with the the front half still in him, I didn't know if I was going to find great blood. Um, I just remember I was sitting there, I was like watching TikToks just trying to kill time because I would already called four people and I was just, I was like, oh, I don't know what else to do. Um, you know, I'm Snapchatting all these people and my phone's blowing up and I'm like, well, now I'm doing this again. So if I don't find him, everyone's going to be like, well, where's he at? Um, so, uh, I ended up, I ended up picking up the track. I, I, I'm like, Oh, one, one, one interesting part that happened on Wednesday. I had this like little raccoon buddy who was like right next to me. And, uh, he, uh, um, he didn't care. He came, sniffed my sticks that were laying on the ground. And, and so, um. And he was eating all these little berries off the ground. Anyways, Friday, after I shot this deer, he come walking out of the woods. And he got right to, like, the blood trail. And he turned and started, like, blood trailing it. That was kind of neat. Um, kind of your own little tracking buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if he was a... He, he looked like he was a pretty young coon. Um he, good luck sign. Yeah. Well, everyone, everyone told me to shoot him on Wednesday. I was like, I'm not going to shoot him. I've heard, you know... Back on I don't know what episode it was like episode six probably or when Dakota was on I she you know I she's told some stories about how she shot coons and then they'll start squealing really bad and and uh, I I just didn't want to go through that I knew my chances of killing a good deer in the spot were pretty high so um, I start blood trailing and I've come to realize that I am maybe the world's worst blood trailer. I I really like blood trailing, but I, I, uh, I don't know. I didn't have great blood. I had blood for about 10 yards. And then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, there's no way I'm getting someone else in here to help me. Like, I can't even, like, if I was going to get a dog in here, not a chance. Anyways, I, I ended up bringing all my stuff back to the boat. Cause I'm like, well, I don't need to carry all this stuff around. I'll, I'll probably just bring my bowl with me just in case I need to put another one in him um and then i uh i got all that stuff dropped off grabbed my bow and i was like well i'll just make a loop around the woods and then i'll go back to where i was at because it's not a huge chunk of land um ended up picking a three-point shed up so that was kind of cool obviously i missed it during the the spring so that was kudos to me is new chew toy yeah um so I'm walking, I'm walking around and I could smell something. I'm like, oh, that smells like a dead deer. I think we're on something now. And I walk about 20 more yards and it gets strong and I'm like, oh, and then I see him over it. and he didn't go more than 50 yards. So I, uh, the, and at that point there was blood everywhere. So I think if I would have just went back and tried to track him, I I not want to an issue, but that, uh, um, that was that was about it that was uh that was a new personal best for me he i think i actually i did score him twice um he ended up being about 130 inches and four ace as a nine point so he had a little bit busted off on his beam but other than that he was i mean he's an awesome deer really happy with him and being that it was, what, October 7th, <laughs> it was frickin' sweet. Take and I shot him off. shot him before 5 p.m. And I'll tell you what, shooting a deer that early, I'd recovered him before 6, and I just had all the time in the world. Took some nice pictures, gutted him out, kept the heart, and... Did you eat the heart right away? Yep. Yeah. I only ate half of it, and then I froze the rest. But yeah, I uh um loaded him up and floated out on the sunset and it was awesome. I, there was a there was a guy still at the axis which I was kinda worried about because there were so many people there to begin with and I was like, Well You're showing <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's gonna be another year before I come back. But um his name was Daryl. And I I really appreciate him. Yeah, I really appreciate him. <laughs> he um I actually had talked to him just before I'd left. He was one of the guys that were that was fishing, actually, he was scouting for ducks, I think, that's what he said, he was going to duck on the next morning, and um, <laughs> I walk up to my truck, and he's just getting ready to leave, and he's like, oh, did you see any deer, I was like, yeah, I stuck a pretty good one, like, is he still out there, i know like, no, he's sitting in the front of the canoe, and he gets over there, and his jaw boat hit the floor, and he's like, holy shit, man, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he uh, he's like, you need help loading it? Like, yep, if you're gonna help me, I would not turn that down. He helped me throw it in the back of the truck with the canoe, and it was awesome. I was really happy about that. Cody was hunting that night, too, actually, a lot of the guys were hunting that night, and um but i was it's always nice to have some nice people around that yeah are willing to help you yeah i I realized <laughs> not looking at you like a crazy man. It wouldn't have been that much fun to do it by myself, but um. We got to uh swap some hunting stories a little bit and and uh I was on my way well that's a pretty good start to your to October, especially yeah. no was your first time laying eyes on this piece in like on the internet or yeah internet so when you're e scouting, what do you typically look for in Into your, your pieces? trails? That's what I look for. Deer trails and trees that I can hang in. Which, which is about any tree. But, Mm -hmm. um, that's what I like. Swamps. Trees. And, (laughs) people will say edge. Different kind of, you know. Kind of grasses and stuff. Grasses to cattails to trees. If you could have all three of those. Pinch points. Um. So you laid your eyes on this piece in person probably only two times, three times before going out there in real life? Or did you, I guess, 2021, was that 2021, your first time hunting it? That was did the you, first one time hunting it. And was that the first time, when you hunted it, the first time you laid your eyes on the piece? Yeah, I don't know if I did any scouting. I Yeah, I, I scouted once that year before going out there just in the summertime I ran out there just to see what I was dealing with um and I think I hunted it three times that year maybe three times in so in uh 2021 and I guess I hunted it three times this year technically too but they were all from different trees and different places so would that be your advice for someone looking to say first-time bow hunter knows nothing about it do some e-scouting look for those transition areas yeah i spent so many hours on a computer that i've literally scouted everything in the western half of minnesota and probably half of wisconsin and south dakota not i mean honestly not all of it but there are so many pins on onyx and there's so many places that i've hiked and walked and pheasant hunted or, or shed hunted and and I realize now I don't even pheasant hunt. I just pheasant hunt for deer sign. <laughs> like, if it works out that I shoot a pheasant, great, but I'm really in there just for deer. Um, yeah. That's a pretty good... The last couple times, I mean, that's a pretty good way to figure out and do some in-season scouting as well. Yeah. Like, if you have time in early October to do some pheasant hunting and kind of before the rut to see where the deer are bedding. Mm-hmm. I found some good spots the other weekend doing that, so... So this was, um, sit 19 of the year when I shot him, if you're counting all of South Dakota and all of Wisconsin's and it was, uh, so that's a month in cause your first hunt was Labor Day weekend, right? My first hunt was before. Yeah. Yeah. It was Labor Day weekend that, and this too. was the weekend, the month yeah. basically from that. True. It was 69 hours in a tree is what I had when I touched off the arrow, um, one thing I wanted to say is, which I really, really struggle with, and still kind of struggle with, is what I call them is tweener deer. And like this buck this is a great buck; I would shoot him a hundred times over. I could shoot him in the next ten years; I'll be freaking happy with him. Um, but I really struggle with those hundred, five hundred, nine inch, eight pointers because they look pretty good to me. And, and they yeah. usually are coming with a bigger body too yeah and I'm, there's nothing wrong with them but the last four bucks i'd shot have all been right around there and i haven't i didn't see a single one of them this year like the biggest eight pointer i would seen was uh, probably 80 inches and everything else was was small so um like i know last year it was pretty tough too like the the deer I ended up shooting last year was I didn't see any bucks that I was even thinking about shooting so um guess, it was late in the season yeah I mean 105 inch deer on Black Friday is not a bad deal either but yeah. um yeah I, I, that was just one thing I was kind of kind of uh excited about just worked out this year yeah <laughs> I'm that's, <frickin'> happy <laughs> that's not no better way to start the month of October than with a wall hanger on the ground. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. is that your plan? Are you going to do a shoulder mount, or what's your plan? Oh heck yeah! It? Well, for one, Damn. I need the practice. <laughs> so yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. Well, we can touch base on it a little more, but my, right now, I well, starting the year, I had three buck tags, and my kinda hope. I mean, I really hope to get two good deer down but um i kind of want to do like a, a pedestal mount now and have if i could get three down to put on a fence post i think that'd be pretty freaking sweet but i don't know we'll see i i'm still kind of hemming and hawing about what i'm gonna do so luckily <laughs> you uh have you can wait a, a while since you know the taxidermist pretty well true that is very true but i also I don't know, I, I want to have some i i don't know, i just want a little more practice i think before i do starting a few more. In, starting your own little showroom yeah That i mean that's really that <laughs> is honestly is what i want to do is is i want to have you know people come over and i only have one deer mounted at my house and it was one i shot at 14 years old and they're like oh uh, did you do this i'm like no that was 13 years ago <laughs> i i did not mount that um and you know pictures only do so much. So yeah. having a few, having a few deer, even though they aren't going to be the probably the the nicest mounts, um, kind of was kind of my goal for the year. But they're getting better. So and to the average Joe, they're pretty damn good. So. Mm, does beautiful work. So yeah, that's that's well, what that's I got. Your Minnesota tag. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna <laughs> attempt to shoot any more in Minnesota, a doe or anything? I don't think so. I have, I have the tag, but I don't know. I'm. <laughs> it depends if you show one yet. <laughs> if I have to come back, I guess if we get bored in December, nothing to do. Depends how Wisconsin goes too. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot of season left for you to figure out what you're gonna do with the rest of your fall. Yeah. Well, if. Uh, People follow me on any of my social medias. They know by the time I recorded this that I already shot two deer. And uh, we're going to cover that on the next episode, which I also have no idea when these are being played. This one's going to probably drop here next week. The next one, <laughs> I don't know, man. But um, eventually you'll hear the story. Of <laughs> yeah, there's a little precursor. Big, big buck killer Braden yep. in his month of October, and hopefully he can end it off on a high note. Yeah. yeah yeah we're uh going for the hat trick so we'll uh i think i think that's that's all we're gonna cover on this one we uh we had a great i mean i've never shot a deer that early in my entire life i don't even know if i'd shot a deer but i've never recovered a buck before gun season in minnesota yeah i'd say that's pretty good then <laughs> yeah I mean, so, it's pretty month damn month good feeling i <laughs> promise you that yeah um but yeah do other stuff pheasant hunt fish yeah yeah, that's for the birds. We can uh touch on that quickly. Uh Kyle and I went pheasant hunting today. Seven miles. And shot zero roosters. Seen maybe five. Three. I don't know. We've seen some, but they were they were some jumpy birds. Jumpy. Like flushing hundred and fifty yards away from us. Yeah. Um junk. Too much pressure. Mm-hmm. And then we went. But boy. we did uh did find scouts some. From- Yeah, we did. That's what. That's we did some of that stuff. Made a comment about pheasant hunting during deer, like finding deer. We walked what four, three, four spots today, and there was zero buck sign. We kicked up zero deer. We seen zero buck sign. We seen zero fresh deer sign. And we ran into four, three antlerless hunters, and we told them we didn't kick up a single deer, and. They were going to push the hell out still of They proceeded to walk through it. Yeah. I said, you people are crazy. We tried to warn you, but they probably thought we were trying to pull their Scare legs or something. Of it, or yeah. say, we don't want you to go out there. But I don't know. There's a lot of corn in around here, so. That, a ton uh, of corn. That yeah. could be something, too. Yeah. And then we went fishing and caught 27-inch northern and 20-inch walleye, 22-inch walleye, 23-inch yeah. walleye. Yeah, that was uh, that was Okay. That was about. It was slow. That was a highlight of the but day. It was all right. That was a. This is the latest I've ever fished in my entire life, but Oh no, we should have went to a different lake. But as Max is squeaking, he's probably telling us it's time to be done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could be it. So Our, Cody, we'd be a bad podcast host if we didn't say the punchline. You want to say it? No. (laughs) You could say it for Kayla to make her. That's true. This is all for you, Kayla. You got to want it. (laughs) Thanks. Bye.